Hello and a big warm welcome to you. Welcome to the Aware Parenting Podcast. My name's Marion Rose, PhD, and we are reaching nearly the end of this sleep series. I wonder if you've enjoyed it. Well, perhaps this is the first one of the sleep series that you're listening to, or even perhaps the first of the Aware Parenting Podcast episodes. If that is the case and you'd like to listen to more sleep episodes, I invite you to go backwards. There's quite a few more there to listen to. I have enjoyed this series so, 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 so much. And my plan is to continue doing series. I really like this opportunity to really dive in deep to a topic. And I'm also really excited about the next one that I'll be moving into after this one. And today I thought I might share about some of my own recent experiences so we can see how so much of what I've been talking about and my wonderful guests have been talking about in terms of sleep and babies and children and also how relevant that is for us as adults as well. And I often like to share with parents, particularly when I'm sharing about aware parenting and sleep and perhaps they're newer to this approach is to ask them questions like have you ever been really stressed about something and you found it really hard to go to sleep even though you're really tired and you've woken up in the middle of the night even though you're really tired and you've been desperate to go to sleep and you just haven't been able to and you've had all kinds of thoughts and feelings swirling around Perhaps you've also woken up early in the morning as well. Sometimes it can really help us to understand our babies and children when we connect in with similar experiences and have that sense of, of course we want to sleep at those times. We desperately want to sleep. And yet it's these unexpressed feelings, this tension, this stress in our bodies that's actually preventing us from feeling relaxed enough to sleep. I think that can help us be more compassionate with our baby or child, remember really helpful ways of thinking about them. And of course, that can help us be able to respond in more helpful ways to actually support them to move into those natural, innate relaxation and healing responses and processes. However, I'd love to share some more specific things. Now, this always happens to me whenever I create a new offering or a new course. So I have been all of this while, this is what inspired the sleep series in the first place, was this deep calling I had to create a 2.0 sound sleep and secure attachment with aware parenting course because the old one that I created in 2015 just kept getting really glitchy and didn't seem to be able to be fixed and many people couldn't access it and I saw that as a a deep mm, calling to just create a completely new one which I have done (laughs) and that is out by the way so if you're watching this or even listening because (laughs) there is no video (laughs) if you're listening to this in May 2023 the course live round is just about to start but whenever you're listening to it, whatever month in year it is, it's going to be available anytime. So if you have enjoyed this series or any of the 
episodes on sleep or you'd love to approach sleep from an aware parenting perspective, I invite you to have a look at the course. I'm really, really happy with it. Apart from, which you're going to hear in (laughs) what I'm just about to share, I'm also needing to re, I'm choosing to re-record some of the audios that I did right at the end because of some sound issues. I don't know how long you've been following this podcast, but I did record a little episode some while ago where I talked about a very, very old theme I have about not being heard. And that one came up again last week. And so I will be sharing a bit more about that. So apart from the re-recording part, I've really, really enjoyed the process. I'm really happy with the whole course. And I'm so excited about really being able to contribute to many parents who would really love to have both sound sleep and secure attachment and not needing to choose between one or the other. So that was a little preface. Ah, no, that was there was another relevant bit here. So that's why I was wanting to talk about the course. Every time I create an offering or course, in some way or other, I get invited to revisit or re-experience or deepen my understanding through my own experiences. Now, this happened for me last week where I had over a period of 48 hours, lots and lots and lots and lots of little stresses. Now, I've got lots and lots and lots of little stresses in my life at the moment in general, and that has been for the last year or so since the floods that we had here and even before that, since the bushfires. But I have in general been, well, not always, (laughs) kind of keeping up with expressing my feelings about that. But in more recent times I have. Anyway, so there, there hasn't been a huge amount of accumulated feelings sitting in there. That's why I wanted to share that part. So over this 24 hours, there are lots and lots and lots and lots of little things that were, I found, really stressful which started off with toxic fumes in my house. I couldn't work out what was happening. I worked out it was my fridge that then led to me phoning up, trying to find a fridge repair person, needing to take everything out of the fridge. I got an old one under my house, which is kind of down some steps and a roundabout, so taking everything out of there trying to get on to the makers of the fridge because it was under warranty and needing to wait on a long queue. Meanwhile, I'm also wanting to finish getting this course finished. So that was in the background and all these extra things were happening. I was feeling grateful that my delivery of frozen blueberries, which I'm passionate about, hadn't arrived. I was thinking, oh, great, they're just not going to arrive. They arrived. (laughs) very expensive delivery and the dogs were barking at the door so the man just left them at the door and then I didn't have space and no neighbours had space in their freezer and there was hundreds of dollars of blueberries and you know just carried on like this then I was putting them trying to squish them under the house and then the one under the house broke as well and then the dogs were barking and then there were still toxic fumes in the house where I'm recording this, it's actually my kitchen. So I moved into my bedroom, so I unplugged my mic out of my desktop into a laptop and recorded these audios, the last few of the course, and the dogs were barking and running around, and then it turned out the audios were not very enjoyable quality, and I was 
trying to get them to, the dogs to be quiet. You can just kind of see that it was just like this over and like just one thing after the next thing after the next thing after the next thing after the next. But little things, I mean, they're not, they're not big traumas, are they? They're just relatively small things. And there's a whole lot of other things that are still ongoing because my mum, her place, when it got flooded, she's in my place and just waiting for that certain things to be fixed, which means that every day things are a little bit more stressful. They're just extra things we need to do. Anyway, this was extra stress. So there was 48 hours of one thing after the next, after the next. I'm laughing now. You can see that. That's another part of our releasing, as you probably well know by now. So anyway, I got to about 11.30 at night after these 48 hours of one thing after the next. Uh, I thought, oh my gosh, I'm going to just fall into my lovely bed and go to sleep only to find that one of the puppies had weed on my bed because the door is a little bit broken, doesn't always close. Another little thing there. Through my lovely organic duvets, I got two of them and all the way through all my bed and it was really cold and it had been raining for a few days so there was no sign of anything being able to be washed and dried and it was just the last straw. Have you ever had that moments that last straw the straw that broke the camel's back all this agitation I was feeling because of all this this stress so remember even with those stresses we're still going into that fight flight response so every single time I had those little 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 things this was the last thing and I just I want to apologize to the neighbors I just roared I was like felt so much frustration <laughs> because of all these little things and how difficult everything was. I just roared and just and did that for a while. And then I moved into just sobbing. I sobbed for about 20 minutes, got into bed and just sobbed and sobbed and sobbed, just all the stresses. I had had a big cry, probably maybe a week before that. So that's why I was saying it wasn't like a long time period of feelings but anyway I had a massive cry and then I fell asleep even with just a tiny summer duvet and, and my dressing gown on top of the bed so despite not the most ideal sleeping circumstances I slept so peacefully after that big rage and crying and contemplating I tend to think the raging is expressing the the kind of fight part of the fight flight response that raw energy of no letting that all out and then the sobbing and the crying is more it's more kind of kind of see that as like the fleeing part of the like the oh no <laughs> so, so anyway I had a lovely lovely sleep now of course if you particularly if you have a baby or a young child it's, it can be hard to express those kinds of feelings in ways that are not going to be scary for them oh there's some puppy noise this is a bit my bit bit of my life you you've probably heard me talking a lot about the puppies and the kind of house I live in and the fact that they want to be close with me all the time and how that adds to the stress hmm anyway I shall keep going so that was one example now the next night it turned out when I got back into the kitchen and listen to the recordings I'd made that 
almost every one of the recordings, the quality was not enjoyable. Clearly the settings were different on my, my laptop compared to my desktop. So I spent ages and ages editing them all. It just took way, 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 way longer. And then I was trying to re-record things and people were making noise and it just was a whole extra. There was just lots more stress. And every time I went to record, the dogs were barking us. The neighbours were doing something. It was just lots more stresses. And that night, there was also another thing. Now, this doesn't normally happen. This is not a thing. I'm like <laughs> every few days having this big roar and big cry. But then the next night, something similar happened. Oh, yes, I remember. It was I really connected in. I was also editing the last episode of this. I wonder if you noticed the quality. And I was editing the Aware Parenting and Natural Learning podcast that Joss and I do. And what I realized that somehow the microphone had just changed itself. It wasn't anything to do with settings, but clearly from going in the other room because the whole fridge saga and coming back in here, the, the two podcasts, the, the sound quality was it was very echoey. I didn't enjoy it. And as I was editing, going through and editing both of them, I, I could feel more and more big feelings coming up. And this was these were more old feelings. So this was the difference. This wasn't so much the daily stresses. Yes, those daily stresses were significant, but it had really tapped me into some really old themes for me about just doing everything I can to be heard and not getting to be heard. And I think so many of us who've grown up in this culture have had that experience. If we didn't grow up with aware parenting, we would have tried to cry and rage a lot of times and wouldn't would have been distracted, you know, even very loving ways or punished all the things. So I felt this deep pain and it was old and I have listened to a lot of these feelings and I've done my own Marian Method Worthy in the Loving Presence process, which I actually did the next morning. But there's still feelings there that show up. There's still there's still a theme for me. <laughs> and I had all kinds of feelings and a lot of this powerlessness and kind of desperation. I'm like, I'm doing everything I can. I'm just still not being able to be heard. It was very, very painful. So yet again, I I had a bit of a rage again, and then a big cry. And but this time I got interrupted, so I didn't get to finish the whole chunk of feelings. So I just kind of stopped. I stopped myself. And in contrast to the night before, I didn't sleep as soundly and restfully and really the clear difference was I woke up the next morning feeling quite, I could call it grumpy, like just, just <laughs> that kind of grumpy feeling. I don't have a clearer feeling word for that. I'm going to call it grumpy. <laughs> and it really stayed with me for a little while and... It really just helped me, all of this helped me just remember how it is for babies and children and really to have that first-hand experience, I'm, which I I'm found very painful at the time, but I'm grateful for because it just really helped me to... Oh my gosh, and look, Feather is being really noisy. Feather the Frenchie is being really noisy. <laughs> One day I will have a little recording room and there won't be 
any of these things happening. Anyway. So let's go back and think about children. Babies and children will experience, it's very, very common for them to experience lots and lots and lots of little stresses throughout the day. Things that we might not think of as stressful, but are stressful for them. Lots and 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 lots. And what I love is in Healing Your Traumatized Child, Aletha Salter's newest book, she talks about this in terms of children when they experience multiple smaller stresses like that, it has the same effect. It has a a cumulative effect and it has the same effect as a trauma, as a mini trauma or a larger trauma, because it accumulates all that stress in their system and that repeated going into fight flight, repeated, repeated, repeated. And I love how she talks about, and I love also how Joss Golden, my dear friend and colleague talks about this a lot about how we're really not designed to stay in that fight flight state we're designed to go into it for short periods of time and then fully come out through these beautiful responses that we talk about in aware parenting but what often happens is that there's this long periods of time of being in that fight flight or freeze which in aware parenting we tend to talk more about hyperarousal and dissociation instead So then a child might have one little small thing that happens, like just a little thing. And often we call that the broken cookie phenomenon in aware parenting. It's a term borrowed from hand-in-hand parenting with their blessing. And it's really that little thing that happens that the child has the big reaction to. And often parents who don't understand aware parenting or hand-in-hand parenting get really confused when this happens you'll see often a lot of memes about it parents will either just laugh a lot and I think that's often because they're trying to release some of their own discomfort or they'll just make jokes about it children go off and get shamed you know you might see pictures of a child who's dropped an ice cream or you know I asked my child to do x y and z and they had a massive cry it's just not often understood but it's again incredibly wise amazing bodies that know how to heal from stress and trauma and particularly when they're tired so just like I experienced it was that last thing just before bed that was the last thing my wise body knew holy moly well I don't ever say that phrase I'm not going to get very much restful restorative sleep if I go to bed with this amount of tension sitting in my body so hey presto there's the opportunity same with children often by the end of the day and babies too, is that one last thing that helps them move into some really big raging and crying. And the more we understand that, all these apparently small things are not small and they do accumulate and they do have powerful effects and it's the most healthy, natural, normal thing for them to try and release those feelings. And often it can start with more like a raging energy, more like a rah. I I do think of that as like that fight. So they may want to push against you. And again, of course, we're differentiating between that healthy expression and aggression. So, of course, we're going to stop them if they're throwing or biting or hitting, making sure they're not hurting themselves or others and not throwing things moving with loving limits where necessary which as you know is where we say no to the behavior but yes to the feelings so there might be more in that rah 
challenge to push push against and feel that pushing against contact or they might be wanting to push against us with their feet that's part of them releasing that fight energy from their bodies and then it can be really common I wonder if you've experienced this with your child that then they move into more like a, a crying sobbing energy they're you know, releasing different part of that stress response learning that out from their bodies and then after that lot often if we're able to be with that whole expression they'll move out the other side and be so much more relaxed in their bodies and be able to have a well much more likely to be able to have a beautiful restful restorative sleep particularly if they don't have a lot of accumulated feelings already I wonder if you've seen that, whether you've observed that. It just really gave me again that first-hand experience of, ah, oh, this is what it's like for children. And the other thing, really that clear difference between the night where I got to express all the feelings and come out the other side feeling that relief and how I slept and then how I woke up the next morning just quite happy and calm. And in comparison where I was stopped from completing that process or I stopped myself because of the situation and my sleep was much less restful and I woke up really blech, blech. have you experienced that with your baby or child it's very very common if they don't get to complete a whole chunk of feelings that they will wake up probably ready to cry again or you know that phrase woken up on the wrong side of the bed that's usually because there's some incomplete expression there. There's some feelings there sitting in their bodies that are, that are close to the surface. It's almost as if they've expressed some of those feelings and so they're still fairly close to the surface. And of course, if we don't attend to them, they'll just often get pushed more down again. But that really can help explain why, and particularly when people maybe newer to aware parenting and uh, supporting their baby or child to catch up on expressing some accumulated feelings from the past where that can happen at times where they express some feelings but they don't really get to the end of uh, and that sense of completion and they'll wake up to express some more feelings or you know there might be just a little bit of that happening so that can be really common so the more we are able to be there throughout the whole expression so they really do get to express it all you know just like I did to really express that rage to really express a big sobbing to come out the other side like yeah it's really I've expressed all of that tension all of that stress from all of those little things <sighs> what a relief So I wonder how you feel when you hear this. I wonder if any of this resonates with you. I wonder if it inspires you, perhaps if you haven't already got an empathy partner or three to get one, or if there are ways that you find that you get to feel and express your feelings in ways that you experience as healing and that you actually have your own internal balance for tension so you feel that your own internal connection and safety to be able to have a cry on your own even so that might be you know for me at the moment I'm really enjoying I like watching the golden buzzer moments on shows like Britain's Got Talent there's something about that for me that's the exact balance for tension usually it's because 
then there's some kind of scenario and the person's maybe a bit quiet and then and of course you know it makes so much sense given you know about my themes about them singing expressing their voice and they're being themselves and they're being seen and often they're crying or just there's something beautiful that happens and they, they get this golden buzzer and I just it's often the exact balance of tension there's been quite a few recently as well with some of the community groups really really moving I have had some fantastic big cries recently watching those so you know there are ways and it's really really important to find ways for us to get to express our feelings if we're going to be able to listen to our baby or child or teens big feelings and having an empathy partner is really an essential part or an aware parenting instructor that you work with or yeah, finding your own ways. We all have our own unique ways to do that. And I really want to acknowledge how hard that can be, particularly if you are with your, your baby or young child or children most or all of the time, because you know when they're young like that, it, of course that can be that would be quite scary for them to see that big raging. So can be really important to find ways to get to express your feelings in big ways. By the way, I love how things show up. I saw on Instagram today an account I follow and they were sharing this beautiful workshop of people just expressing really big feelings. And I just thought, yeah, it just looks so similar to how children express feelings. And most of us really didn't get to be lovingly heard in our beautiful natural normal healthy rage that's that is not aggression it's just expressing all that frustration powerlessness and all the the grief and the sadness and the overwhelm that needs to come out and the sobbing these are such normal natural feelings the more we get to express them with a sense of loving support internally or externally the more relaxed we feel in our bodies and the more restfully we're able to sleep so i'm sending you lots of love sending love to all of your feelings all of your rage all of your frustration all of your grief all of your overwhelm all of your sadness so normal and natural in this culture this disconnected domination culture to feel lots of these feelings as parents and I'm so willing for you to to get to have the support that you might want or need to get to express those feelings and so that you can be with and listen to even more of your baby or child's feelings and if you would like an aware parenting instructor to support you with that I well, if you're in Australia or New Zealand, you can go to my website, which is marionrose.net. And there is a page on there where you can find out all the instructors in Australia and New Zealand. Or if you're elsewhere in the world, or I know nowadays you can work with anybody anywhere. But you can also visit Aletha's website which is awareparenting.com. Anita herself still offers consultations, which is an amazing opportunity if you would like to you know, really experience it from the woman herself. She is so amazing. And at times I have uh, offerings as well. So I have a month-long offering. I've been 
supporting particularly people with parents with sleep recently, which I've been really enjoying, but also have longer term mentoring as well. And the Sound Sleep and Secure Attachment with Aware Parenting course 2.0 is open. So if you would like more support with sleep and you have been resonating with this sleep series, I invite you to come and have a look at that too. You can find that on my website, marianrose.net. And I am sending you so much love, so much love to all your feelings, all your child's feelings, and look forward to connecting with you in the next one of these. So much love to you.